Hello, and welcome back for another episode of our PS346 podcast, Studio Scoop, where our talented hosts and co-hosts interview some of the amazing people and staff we get a chance to interact with on a daily basis. I am Mrs. Bonin, your podcast moderator. On today's episode, we interview three extraordinary gentlemen, Mr. Raymond Haskins, Mr. Kwame Gaddy, and Mr. Aaron Barnett, who lead, coordinate, and direct Project Pivot, a community-based organization that helps to engage young people during critical points in their development to guide and nurture them toward their full potential. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we are introduced to the focus of Project Pivot here in our own Brooklyn community at PS346. Hello and welcome to Studio Scoop. My name is Risa. And my name's We are so excited to have you here today. Can you please introduce yourselves to our audience? I guess I'll, I'll start. Um, my name is Aaron Barnett. I am the Deputy Executive Director for the Office of Safety and Prevention Partnerships for New York City Public Schools. Thank you so much for having me today. My name is Kwame Gaddy. I'm the Brooklyn coordinator for Project Pivot. Thank you so much for uh, having me in this great space of PS346. My name is Ray Haskins. I'm the director of Project Sales, which is a program in Project Pivot. And I'm blessed to be in your presence. Yes. Well, those all sound like very wonderful jobs. But what exactly is Project Pivot? Okay, well, I I can jump in and start there. Project Pivot is actually one of the initiatives under the Office of Safety and Partnerships. And Project Pivot actually um, is a phenomenal, phenomenal initiative that is citywide. It is something that Mayor Adams, Eric Adams here from, from Brooklyn, and our school's chancellor, David Banks, is something that, um, an initiative that they they created. It was a brain, uh, a trust of theirs. And the thought was they wanted to make sure that schools receive money to bring in programs that the students would be interested in, that would connect young people to adults from the community um, that can show you new, new programs, um, can help activate the greatness that's in you. Um, you have organizations that come in and help with safety to make sure that you are safe in school, um, that you have mentors, right, um, career programs, um, just to expose young people to all of the uh, possibilities that they have ahead of them. And so we work with 250 schools across New York City. 75 of them are here in Brooklyn. And Mr. Gaddy here is the coordinator of all of the activities that take place um, at all of those schools. And that's a lot of schools, right, for one person. And so we really, really appreciate Mr. Gaddy. And Coach Haskins here, the work he does at SAIL is a part of Project Pivot, um, which really works with middle school athletes. And so, um, you know, because we feel that athletes have a place of leadership within the school community as well as outside in the neighborhoods. And so he is is uh, leading that, that initiative to work with those young people um, at the school, specifically here in Brooklyn. So basically, you're just trying to find a way to make schools better. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
We understand that your focus for Project Pivot is centers around five main pillars. Can you tell us exactly what those pillars are? So the five pillars of Project Pivot, Pivot is an acronym that stands for purpose, integrity, voice, optimism, and tenacity. Now, Brooklyn, every pillar is aligned with a, a borough. I'm just I'm going to represent, you know, our pillar. Our pillar is voice. And right now, right now, this is actually an example of students elevating their voice. What was the need to start Project Pivot? Coach, you want to you want to take that one? Yes. Coach? You're not Project Pivot uh, goal is to add to the culture of a school setting. Oftentimes, we have students who may go awry and have poor attendance, poor grades. But if we brought programs into school to interest them, to use as a vehicle to make them better. So like in this school, we come in right away. I see you guys over there. The first thought came to my mind that you were school leaders. So leadership is always important, and you're starting at such a good age, but that's what Project Pivot wants to focus on, and my part, the sales of scholar-athletes and leadership. So that doesn't only include uh, people who actually play physical sports, but it also includes chess, debate. We look for those leaders because. The leaders of today are going to be the leaders of tomorrow. So, and if and if I I could just want to add just a couple of things to what what Coach said, and thank you for that explanation, Coach. Phenomenal. Um, but the thing that I wanted to add that I think Project Pivot also does that can't be overlooked is providing schools with the resources. A, a lot of times, schools want to bring you these programs, um, but there there may not be enough money in the budget sometimes to cover all of the expenses. And so what Project Pivot does is it gives that little bit of extra, right, push and monies that are needed in order to bring in these programs. And then the other thing that I think is very important that we want to add around Project Pivot, and, and Kwame touched on it a little bit with Brooklyn Voice, that pillar and principle um, that really connects the schools within the borough. It's meant to create a sense of community amongst the schools that are a part of it. So, you know, there's a lot of schools in Brooklyn, but 75 of them are part of Project Pivot. And so the idea is, how do we unite those schools that are within each borough so instead of being opposing to one another, they are actually coming together, right? And they do positive things together. So far too often we have young people that might have an unhealthy rivalry with one another. We want to create a system where instead of going against each other, you're collaborating and working together to create a sense of community because we know that's what young people need in order to be successful. Not just your, your school community, but the community that you live in, your neighborhood. So you basically just want peace like everyone to unite? <laughs> you, you got it you right there. You right on target, yes. Um, so what are some of the challenges that you guys are trying to fix? So what I would say is uh 
Coach touched on uh, a lot of those challenges. Uh, enrollment, there's been a reduction in remote enrollment across the city. Uh, attendance, there's been a, re a reduction in attendance, students attending school. How can you be successful in school if you're not attending schools? Um, also, we wanted to, we wanted to decrease the the amount of negative infractions that have been uh, happening in schools uh, citywide. But all, all together, what Coach actually said introduced the culture. We want to really we want to enhance the culture of every school. You know, we want we want students like you, uh, and, and, and we want more students like you in every school. Leadership. We want students who are. Uh, happy and enthusiastic about coming to school and doing well in school. And those programs are supposed to support uh, that enthusiasm and that culture. Uh, but on top of that, I'm just going to add something. Project Pivot creates a platform for students to showcase their talent. And it could be many talents. We're not just talking about basketball and other sports. We're talking about things of like what you're doing right now. You know, you're hosting a podcast, you know, um, we're talking about students who give speeches, students who dance, students who are creative in many different ways, students who do coding, you know, all different types of things. That's what Project Pivot, the goal of Project Pivot is to do to make school communities better. And also we come into school, connect with the administration, with your principals, with your teachers to let them know that we are available to be of help. Help is here. When Project Pivot personnel walks in a school, the automatic, that thought should be help is here. However you need it, however we could provide it. Can you share some examples of projects that you have been a part of? Well, right now, um, we're doing a sports component. Uh, we're hopeful of having a volleyball activity for the elementary schools in uh, the 75th precinct and the 73rd precinct. And we're going to have a holiday uh, basketball tournament for the middle schools in the 73rd and the 75th precinct. We've already identified schools, and now we have to develop staff, student staff to come in to help us and to be a part of what we want to do, what we want to offer because oftentimes, you know, school is out, but school is not out. School is always in because we always want to, you to learn. And you learn through several median, medians. So you learn through sports. You learn through reading, participation, debate. So we, we want to give you guys that access. And the, the, the real activity um, that you'll see will be here at, at your school. So, so we told you we gave money to the schools so that they can select CBOs to come in and provide programming. I'm not sure if if the school has selected who those partners are. I, I can speak on that when you. Oh, do. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So when those programs begin, that's when you're going to see a lot of activities here in the school. So you got to make sure that you sign up, right? If if it's something of interest to you. Now, again, the Project Pivot program. It's not for every student in the school. It's for those students that need a little bit of extra support. You know, one thing Mr. Gaddy said is you have to feel excited about coming to school. And for some young people, they may not be at the point yet 
where math is exciting, right? That's what excites them. Or science is what excites them. Or, you know, social studies is what excites them, right? I'm, you look like, you guys look like those subjects excite you. I, I got to say that. <laughs> <laughs> But if you were a young person like how I was, I, I wasn't quite excited. But you know what excited me about coming to school? Is that there were adults there that I knew cared about me, that I knew would check in on me, that would talk to me, right, about just life and, you know, some of the struggles, right, that you go through as a young person. Because one thing about us adults, I know you look at us and we, we look old, but we've been where you are before. And so we can give you advice. We can give you guidance. And so, you know, that's probably the biggest piece. I think there'll be a lot of activities that'll happen in the school. And I know Mr. Gaddy's going to talk about the partners and the programs that the principal and the school community selected. But the relationships that you will form with the community uh, partners that come into your school to make it a better place, it'll be an extension of the relationships you already have with your teachers. And so that, I don't know if, you ever, if you've ever heard the statement, it takes a village to raise a healthy child. And what that means is it takes beyond your, your immediate family, beyond your teachers at your school, it, it takes everyone in the community to come together to make sure you guys reach your highest peaks of potential. And so those individuals we bringing in from the community to do just that. So I'm going to touch on the partner that the great principal Edwards selected. <laughs> he selected uh, Dice Lou Fitness. Okay. Yeah, Dice Lou Fitness. Uh, I know Brother Barnett, you've met him a couple times. Okay. So he runs a, have y'all seen him? He runs a fitness program during your lunch recess where uh, he, he he creates an obstacle course um, and he really helps students with social emotional learning as they're doing fitness. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm eager to see it in action, you know, cause I've seen it in action a couple years back and I know the great reward that students, uh, receive from participating in that program. And, and like we said, uh, project pivot, the funds that are given to schools is to s select a community based organization. So interesting enough, like myself, uh, the partner, Dice Lou Fitness, he is a product of East New York mm. and he went to District 19 schools just like myself. So not only is the fitness program going to uh, benefit students by taking act taking part in the activities, but just him being a success story coming from a neighborhood that has historical uh, historically been known for negative outcomes he, he, he has successfully created a business that gives back to his community. So that's those are the type of things that Project Pivot is, is all about. Um, for long, long, long periods of time, we've been hearing uh, schools need more uh, funding so that they can bring in, um, so that they can have programs. They took out extracurriculars out, the, out, the, out of the schools. They took away funding. Project Pivot is the answer to those things. And it, and, and it uses uh, community-based organizations that are, that are literally, that come from the same community in which they serve. So that's, that's, that's my words about the partner. So that's a, that's a health and wellness 
Health and wellness. Partner. Yes. And so one thing we didn't share with you is that we give the, the money to the schools. And so we talked about Brooklyn Voice. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the other boroughs. Right. So we got 75 schools in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Voice. We have 78 schools in the Bronx, which is Bronx Integrity. We've got 48 schools in Manhattan. That's Manhattan Purpose. We have Queens Optimism, which is 35 schools, and Staten Island Tenacity, which has 14 schools. Health and Wellness, which is, that's the one partner, I'm assuming is another partner that will be coming on. It's, are they the only, the, for the whole year? Yeah, the only partner. Oh, okay, great, great. So so they'll be here for the whole year. But besides health and wellness, schools can p- pick a CBO to provide support in safety, safety and violence, prevention and intervention, attendance support for students, uh, mentoring supports for students, career and leadership development type programs, health and wellness, like the one selected by your principal. You have family support services and then enrichment activities, which are recreation and performing arts. So just like the community-based partner your principal selected in health and wellness, all the other 249 schools can select either one or two partners as long as it's in one of those areas. And And the program is to work directly with students at the school. It's strictly for you. It's not for anyone else, but to support you as young people here at your school and the needs that you've expressed. Yeah. I'm just going to say one more thing. So do you see the dynamics? Uh, That's in health and wellness. Uh, That falls in the category of health and wellness, but that will increase attendance and that will increase enrollment because students are going to tell their family, their friends that uh, they are exercising at lunch. You know, they're they're doing things after school. They're doing this and that. So that's going to increase attendance and that's going to increase enrollment. But it's also going to uh, support the health and well-being of every student that takes part in the program. So um, what are some challenges that you guys have come across during Project Pivot? Mm. Um. Well, I'll say this. Uh, I think the biggest challenge for us, so this is our second year of Project Pivot. We were in 144 schools last year, um, and now we've expanded to 250. Last year, at this time, we have a team of 17 people. Last year, at this time, we only had a team of two. So we had to get a brand new initiative off the ground, um, work with several community-based partners. We worked with 142 community-based partners last year at 144 schools. And so I think it was a challenge not having, doing that with not, without having an adequate team. And so none of us can do things by ourselves. Um, and so we've been able to, we were able to stay resilient and get past that roadblock. And so now we have, you know, uh, a great team in place um, that is going to do phenomenal things. And so now I feel like, this, I never say the sky is the limit. I always say it's the view, right? Because anything is possible when when you put your mind to it and you come together as a group with one collective mission. And so I think we've already gone through the toughest times. Um, and so I think it's going to be nothing but positivity and success moving forward for us. What advice do you have for other school districts or organizations looking to 
going on a similar journey? Well, going across the city and speaking to different school leaders, everybody wants to be a part of Project Pivot because they understand the implications, how important it can impact on their school community. Uh, it's important for us, we hold workshops all the time for vendors who can add a positive spin to a school community. So we go out and by word of mouth or, or other colleagues, we, we try to get that understanding. Uh, and also, the most important thing for me is that at the, something like this, that you guys can be excited and go on and have a conversation with your principal and say, you know something, hmm. I w we would like to see this or we would like to see that, all right? And believe it or not, adults listen to what their students have to say. So that that's very, very important that you guys take an active part because we need your voice. It's a reason for Brooklyn being the voice because we're the leaders in this city. And your voice helps us lead. You know, I don't I don't know if you young young ladies know this, but every great movement that's ever happened and to change uh, things that weren't right in this country has always been led by young people. And so you have more power in your voice than you realize. Number one, when you use your voice, you tell people what it is that you want and what you need. And you should never dim your voice to make someone else feel more confident. The other thing about voice that's so important is that once you share your voice to the world and you share what it is you want for yourself, the village will support you with that. And so it's very important, right, that you tell the people here who are uh, put here to care about you and make sure you get everything you need to succeed. You tell them what you need to succeed, because if you don't, then you limit your ability to receive, right, the tools and the help, because we all need help to get to where we're at. And so it's your your duty as as young leaders to use your voice and articulate that. And you speak on behalf of the students that you go to school with. Right. What grades are you to in? Fifth. Fifth grade. So you're like the seniors of the school. Right now, it's interesting because we didn't mention this. This is a standalone school, correct? It's by itself. No. Oh, it's not. You share space with another school. Oh, OK, well, when you get to high school, you might go to a school that has six different schools on that campus. It's a lot of schools. And so at Project Pivot high schools that are located on campuses like that, we made sure that every school on that campus was also a part of Project Pivot. And that the kids who go to one school on that campus can attend a program at another school on that campus. Because sometimes with so many schools in one location, you got to make sure that you create opportunities for the kids to come together, because if not, it could create division. And so, again, it's all about using your voice as leaders and uniting the school community. So, so it's important when movements start that we recognize. Oftentimes, you will have uh, males that stand up and they seem to be the leader. But let's take the civil rights movement. The person that organized the civil rights movement was a young student 
female student by the name of Ella Baker, who taught and coordinated uh, and collaborated with Dr. King. Dr. King was the guy up front, but it was Ella Baker who did all the planning. She planned the sit-ins and she trained the students how to act, how to react, and how not to react in a negative. So you guys, y'all are key. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We really enjoyed learning so much about Project Pivot. We're looking forward to working with you guys this year. It's been merely a pleasure. Um, like I said, I'm a product of East New York, and I love the direction that East New York is going in because we got great school leaders coming up on the rise. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. We hope you enjoyed today's episode with Mr. Haskins, Mr. Gaddy, and Mr. Barnett. Stay tuned for more episodes of Studio Scoop coming your way.